Welcome to Content Pros Podcast, where we unlock the strategies and secrets of the best content marketers in the world and ask the questions you've always wanted asked. Content Pros is sponsored by Clear Voice Content Marketing Software, helping you decrease your time spent creating content by up to 50% while doubling your online engagement. Convince and Convert, content marketing strategy advisors and counselors to leading brands and organizations worldwide. Convince and Convert makes your content better. Oracle Marketing Cloud, helping businesses use the latest marketing technologies to tell their stories and connect with their customers. And by Uberflip, a content experience platform that allows marketers to create, manage, and optimize tailored content experiences for every stage of the buyer journey. Now, here are your hosts, Jeffrey L. Cohen, Director of Content Strategy at Oracle Marketing Cloud, and from Uberflip, Randy Frisch. Ready? Let's talk to the pros. Welcome to Content Pros. We're very excited today. We've got Mark Masters joining us from the ID Group. And when I say we, I'm talking about Jeff Cohen from Oracle Marketing Cloud, who's always with me here, uh, bringing insights that we love to bring you here on Content Pros, and myself, Randy Frisch from Uberflip. So uh, Jeff, maybe you can uh, tell us a little bit more about Mark as you bring him in, because he, he's a busy guy as far as content creation is concerned. That's right. Thanks, Randy. Uh, again, happy to be here co-hosting Content Pros with you. And not only is Mark the owner of a content marketing agency, but all the projects that surround the content that he creates for creating awareness for his own agency. He's a blogger. He's an author. He's a fellow podcaster. So we're really looking forward to this conversation. Welcome, Mark, to Content Pros. Thank you very much. Pleasure for you guys to have me. Uh, Enjoy listening to the show, Jeff. Enjoy listening to the show, Randy. Well, well, thanks. I, we like talking to our fans as well as content pros. So, to to just kick off to kick off this show today, talk a little bit about the the kind of work that your agency does, just the the, the kind of clients, the kind of projects. Just kind of dive right in. Yeah, yeah, sure. Thanks. So very briefly, so we are based on the um, south coast of England. So I'm not sitting here talking to you overlooking uh, uh, some tube station in London, but we're uh, based on the south coast and it is that a, a content agency. And it is basically wrapped up in a way that helping others perfect what they know and it's very much focused within a b2b uh, uh, market um, not necessarily specific within a sector rather than those businesses that want to embrace this whole idea of connection and how we do it in a digital way and that, and we do it via membership and we do it via helping people with strategy and we and we help people deliver this god blimey i never thought in a few minutes i'll be able to promote the business <laughs> So, th- so that's great. That's great. And I know one of the things that you that you really focus on is the strategy piece. In other words, we all get caught up in the tactics of content marketing. And I know that you're a strong proponent of actually taking that step back and asking the why. In other words, let's not just do a blog because we're going to do a blog, but what is it you're trying to do? So what what is that? What does that advice look like? Do you get pushback from people yeah. when you have those conversations? Yeah, it's still, t- you know, it, I'm, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. It's still tough because we are still driven via the tactic where 
rather than being guided via the direction because that's the way that we've always been. It's the way that, you know, we've always... I had an example. It was it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, it was it was a little initiative via my local council that I said that I would get involved in. The reason I did it because there's a local lad to help out, and um, hardly anybody had turned up for this event. When I asked, it was a case of them saying, "Look, we printed five thousand flyers that we gave to retailers to get the retailers to participate, but nobody turned up, and that was it." The answer was there. That was, where the, that was where the pain point was, was that the focus was so much on the tactic rather than having a framework around of, of creating a direction for people to participate. And it was this whole, you know, when we look at strategy, I know you've covered it far deeper in other shows, but it's actually understanding what is it that we stand for. You know, it is, it is understanding where our company is, who is our audience, what is in the information that they're going to receive, and what is the value that they're going to receive on a regular basis? And that's that's still a big thing is trying to understand the whole thing that we totally believe in and what we stand for rather than thinking that the answer is another link that's going to be put on Twitter or some or some form of print. It's understanding the, the objective and the reason why we're doing it, the big picture that represents the strategy, and then these tiny little pictures that make up the big picture with the tactics. It's a huge play. It's a huge space. And as Nick Westergaard talked about in on your, one of your previous shows, you know, it's an area that... that, that doesn't necessarily need such a deep, deep focus. We just need to get these simple things right. Today's episode of Content Pros is brought to you by Clear Voice. Need a freelance writer? Clear Voice Marketplace can help you. Looking for trending topics or influencers? No problem. Clear Voice Content Studio is the answer for that one. Looking to store all your brand guidelines, keywords, and personas in one accessible space? That's right, ClearVoice can do that too. Even pay all your writers from one secure account. Go to demo.clearvoice.com for a free demo and tell them your friends at Content Pros Podcast sent you. Well, so so let me actually throw this question kind of back at you. As I as as I alluded to in, in your intro, you do a lot of things to get your name out there, to get your ideas out there, to bring people together. Uh, as I said, you, you blog regularly, you have a podcast, you also have regular in-person events. So can, can you talk about how those actually contribute to, to your own strategy, maybe presenting the bigger picture of your thoughts on content marketing or, or some of the things you were talking about, the importance of strategy, et cetera? Because you're right. An interesting point here, when we talk about I am very present. I have taken on over the years is a, a human cannonball approach. Yeah, I and a lot of the stuff I've I've done over the years has been a complete waste of time. I have done everything from printing a magazine through to making cupcakes for the local town. But it was it's the, the, when we're coming back to the strategy that we're talking about now. Is I, I like to talk about this idea of a spark and a framework because. We can, you know, we're always being led astray by what's in front of us. And just because we have a good idea doesn't make it a good idea. Everything has to tie back to our objectives and our strategy, as we were just talking about, which is why you say, okay, Mark, you're pretty persistent and you're prevalent from audio to, to, to the written word. 
But that's because it all connects back to the whole thing that I totally believe in. And that thing being, you know, this idea that we can have control of these spaces that are ours and to take this owned media approach and and how we can build an audience that truly believe in what we have. And that's where the spark comes from. Rather than wasting so much time into, in, in, it's easy to start something not and not seeing it through. And that's where a lot of us, where a lot of businesses do go wrong. And we need to have this idea of consistency and longevity that all links back to an idea that, that that we can build our businesses that helps us to to build fruition over time, and that's the example of what I've done. Everything that I've cut back on loads and loads of things. I now focus on the areas that help me with a return for the business in terms of that maybe the writing that gives structure and the podcast and the events that just cements everything that brings people to the get together and create this sense of community. So I, I love everything that you're saying right now, Mark, and it's it's interesting. I mean, a lot of people know I work when I'm not doing the podcast. I work, work at a company called Uberflip. One of our core values actually comes from the definition that Joe at CMI would, would tell us around content marketing, that we need valuable, relevant, and consistent messaging. And you, you hit on some of those words in terms of value, in terms of that consistency, as you just said, that comes out. But, you know, when we were chatting before the show, you actually also alluded to another important aspect about creating content, which is to entertain. And, you know, it's, it's funny, actually, recently, Jeff and I got to do another podcast with Amanda Nelson, which people can listen back on, where she talked about making people laugh. Yeah. And I'm just wondering your thoughts of how do you balance, as you put it, that need to, to focus on value and what are we delivering, but at the same time, making sure that it's, it's entertaining, that it's something that we, that we gravitate at the end of the day towards. Yeah, because it's an interesting balance. And the reason I do, when I say this word entertain, I mean this kind of word seriously entertain. And the reason I talk, the reason I, I do emphasize this is that over here in the, in the UK, the Edelman Trust Barometer report that, that comes out at the start of every year. And where we are now is that we have there's the ability to deliver with this idea of speed and agility. But from the, the findings, people are more prepared to trust businesses more so than the government and the media. So it looks at this idea that as businesses, we have a responsibility. So... When I kind of look at this, when I talk about this, this idea of entertaining, you know, is that do we really want more Q&As or do we really want more how-to type of articles? You know, that's 2012, the way that I look at it now. You know, I've never accessed, looked at Netflix or, or Spotify and I want to have a look at their FAQ section. But when we talk about this balance now between value and, and, and being entertaining, is that Let's look at it. Buzzso, Buzzsumo, we'll, we'll always use them for, for, for stats that give the doom and gloom. So they stated that 50% of content created achieves eight shares or less. Yeah, so we, it, something needs to strike a chord. And we need to have this, this role. Um, I'm not, this is from Tom Webster. I have an ongoing interview series, and he said, look, in every, anything that's, that's created, the content should fulfill at least one of these three conditions. It entertains, it challenges, or it comes from genuine expertise. It's just a really lovely, simple framework. And I know we all, you know, within the content space, you know, that's the thing that we need to, uh, uh, to adjust to and work to as well. But I look as well now, within 2016, 
another idea, another another reason for proof is let's look at making a murderer. Yeah, did you guys watch that this year? Uh, I watched a bit. <laughs> not not at my wife's alley, so we, we didn't we didn't make it through the whole thing. But but I saw the appeal. But the proof is right. So making a murderer with within the first thirty five days, nineteen million US viewers. It's one of the big hits of twenty sixteen. But then again, it shows that people are choosing fact over fiction. You know, it's it, it, and it's out there now, and 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 within the UK and. People were watching 77 minutes per week, and that's more or less doubled from 44 minutes per week in 2015. So if people are consuming more. But then again, when we're looking at this idea of entertaining and fact over, and fact over fiction, it's what blends the normal world within our business world, shall we say. Well, you just nailed the segue that I was looking for where I wanted to take Boom. this conversation next. So thank you. I, I wanted to get into the the very format of content we're on right now, which is a podcast. And, you know, you talk about how people are gravitating to to the fact, gravitating to real stories, I think, is, is part of that as well. And looking for that entertainment, which obviously can come out so genuinely when you hear people talk and you hear their passion. Um Maybe you can talk about why you decided a year ago to to create a podcast, what it's all about, and how you've kind of approached that in terms of bringing that entertainment value in. Yeah. Um, let's look at it this way. You know, we have eight seconds to capture someone's attention. If, they, if, they, if they're in, they're locked in for another eight seconds. So what do we do with it? The reason um, myself and a chap from the north of England, Ian Rhodes, we started a podcast in January 2015. Um, it was kind of based on this idea of having a share of having a shared mindset of the way that the world is changing, the world that marketing is changing. So let's kind of document it. And so we started this podcast in January, and where we are at the end of year two. Only now, you know, we're we're building a, a, an audience, listeners, and this is where we are now. I guess is that. We're told to, if you're not prepared to commit to it, or if you're not prepared to do it properly, then don't bother doing it at all. But where we were when we started doing a podcast in early in early January 15, we were rubbish. You know, okay, listen, I'm talking to you now. I, I guess I'm a little bit more eloquently spoken than where I was uh, nearly two years ago, and lots of pauses or ums and ers and, uh, and, and stumbling over my words. But you have to start rubbish you have to start rubbish and be okay with being rubbish. So over time, you start to become confident. For instance, when we do the podcast, I will start off every show with a song. And it was just one of these silly little things that, that, that happens. But we do it. We are 100% serious with what we're trying to do. But it's just the way that the world has, the world has been because we are told to to have this stoic approach to business and we are told to and, and, and to present ourselves in a most professional business manner, yes, we can still do that. But can we still do this stuff? It's now. You know, if somebody's listening to this, I hope they're still going to listen to the end of the show. If we were talking to one another and all you're going to get is a couple of sentences from me in a monotone drawl, no one's going to be wanting to, no one's going to want to listen. So we have to kind of find a way that we can keep the momentum going, find a little way that finds these little sparks. And that's the same for all of us. I get fed up of hearing people to say, if you're not prepared to do this or you're not going to invest in this expensive equipment, then don't bother. I'm kind of saying the opposite. 
Let's start off rubbish and find the momentum. And then we can, that's, and this is how we differentiate. And this is how we stand out from everybody else in finding ways that the net helps us connect with, it, with, with other people, probably on an emotional level. I'm quite an open and honest chap when we talk and we do it all in one take. And, but it, that's, how, that's how we build and how we build this, this level of, of honesty and authenticity. And then we create these little breadcrumbs. Yeah. So when Jeff, people want to build that conversation, sorry to sorry, carry on. Yeah, and no, I was going to say it's over to Jeff to sing a song now. Jeff, oh, wow. come on, <laughs> singing a song. <laughs> well, a couple episodes back, we had a guest rap, and I I offered to to spit out a beat for him, but I don't think he accepted that because well, it would have been pretty bad. It's it it's it, it that, that that that's when it does go down here. Yeah, I, I I think the the idea of me singing a song right now would not be entertaining it it might be amusing but it would not be entertaining because i i probably would go into some kind of holiday song or row 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 your boat well listen if there's a way that links us between the over the atlantic then so be it. if it comes into your heart let it go my friend that's true <laughs> maybe, maybe there's some folk song i can come up with from the the old english tradition of folk songs uh but but anyway mark i i love what you were saying about really understanding that beginning that you're going to start you're going to start with something that may not be polished may not be professional and it really is about it really is about learning getting better putting it out there but i have a question about the the other side of that which is once you get to a level of consistency and and as you said you do you you write every week you publish it or you record a podcast every week and you're just trying to get on that cadence and continue to push things out one of the challenges that we all face in that kind of environment is so often we put out things that actually feel like rough drafts and maybe they require more editing or maybe you write something and you say well actually that's just not very good and i and i'm probably shouldn't publish it but i'm kind of in this consistent place and i'm publishing every week how do you how do you think about that in other words are there some things that you wish you might have pulled back and just the idea of maintaining maintaining quality once you get there from a consistent basis yeah the it, it all comes down to finding your voice and finding this confidence to um to be persistent with something. But you're right. I don't, because you look at this idea now and you build, over time you build an audience. And as you build an audience, you take this role of serving that audience. So then you have a responsibility rather than thinking, right, so I nearly gave up. 2012, I nearly gave on up every, on everything because you look at the analytics and you see that the, the clicks are few and far between and no one's engaging and no one's... You know, we all go through that, but it is over time. What has happened is, is, is over time you build an an audience that you have ownership of. So what I do is I send out an email every Thursday morning called "You Are the Media," and that is the spur to keep the momentum. And I know now I have a responsibility to deliver an email every Thursday morning, and then I write and and not on to that will be the activity from all these different touch points that I create. And that's just that's the thing. Now you start to when I say you start to find the, your voice, you start to find the areas that you believe in and that you can make a stand for. 
and I've never said to anybody, I, I've, I'm, a, I'm an expert. I'm just relentlessly curious about what's going on. And that, was all, that has always fed me. You know, those ideas, I, I've, I've trained myself over the years to become better than having a good idea when you're in the shower to use Evernote to kind of put an idea, to put an idea down. But I've never necessarily thought, we've, for instance, on the podcast, we've only done it once where we decided to re-record because it wasn't very good. As long as the message stays true to what, to what I believe in, even when, it, when you're writing, you can spend far, far longer editing and going over stuff rather than a podcast saying, right, let's put our neck on the line now. If people listening to the podcast will think Mark is just talking hot air or Mark is, Mark, you know, he's, 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 coming for, he's, he's an absolute chancer, then I've kind of created my own rod for my own back. But over time, if you are continually learning continually embracing what is going on in the world and particularly within our you know within our space here within marketing within content marketing and then you are ready to step up you know a lot of people will say to me look I don't want to get involved in this because it's already been said you know that may be so but nobody has heard your interpretation to to the space that to you within your marketplace and that's all I'm trying to do is to give an interpretation the way that I look at the world and can I do that you know, it's always being inspired and having little ideas that come into your head or things that are happening. You know, this week of what Airbnb have done by introducing a new community charter to what they're doing. And that just creates these little sparks. I don't, I don't know. It's not nothing to do with being brave. It's just this idea of having confidence into in demonstrating what you believe in. Because here's the other thing. I, you, you are not 100% right. We need to stop trying to be everybody's friend. It- those are those are some some great thoughts there, Mark. I I think there's a there's a lot wrapped up yeah. in in what you just said. Uh, you used the word that I didn't understand. It was I think it was a, a a British expression, a word that started with a C, and I don't even remember what it was now. <laughs> so, every, every, every day's a school day, so let's, yeah, huh. e- exactly. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll have to go back and listen to the show and look up the word, and then if I if I don't know what it is, I'll I'll reach out yeah, to you, but. But yes, again, we're this is a this is also a one take show, and and what comes out what com- is what comes out. So it yeah. is we are pretty transparent about it. Today's episode of Content Pros is brought to you by Uberflip and their weekly podcast called Flip the Switch, where they bring some of the brightest marketing minds together to provide useful insights, actionable takeaways, and a fresh approach to the content marketing challenges you face daily. Head over to bit.ly slash flip content to discover the tips and tactics that will help you flip the switch from ordinary to remarkable. Um, but one, one thing I want to touch on when you talk about building an audience and there are a lot of people who talk about creating content. Uh, I guess, I guess Jay bear is somebody who says you need to create content that is so good that people would actually pay for it. But in Coming back to the consistency thing, one of the things I wonder about our marketing, and I'll, I'll ask you in the context of yours, is you do a weekly email, you've built an audience. What do you think would happen if one week you didn't send out that email? Are, are there people who, who really are paying that level of attention and they're going to say, huh, wonder why I didn't get Mark's email this week? Yeah, listen, good question. I've had it. I've had it because, um, in fact, I'm glad you asked. It was last week. There was a problem. Listen, this is how vulnerable we all are. WordPress website. WordPress website looks as though it's being hacked. 
So uh, before the email is sent out at 9 a.m. on a Thursday morning, I pulled it. 8.55, right, I, I don't want anything happening. I don't want anything happening untoward. And so I then started getting emails to say, Do you have, it's not in my junk folder, Mark. Have you sent your email? And these, these are the moments when you realize when we, when we have an audience in front of us that are ready to listen, that are ready to come on board, right? Which is why I talk about, you know, we're not here for everybody. And these these moments when you know what you're doing is right, when people do respond just to say, where, where is this? You know, it's a, bit, it's a bit Chris Brogan's emails on a Sunday morning. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know what's coming. And I do like this idea for, for, you know, for all of us is that we can start owning days of the week. And that's the thing how we build, you know, repetition and, and, and commitment and consistency is by taking this idea of thinking, right, I know that I'm going to send to my orders on this particular date. It's like that. On Sunday mornings, I know I will get a Chris Brogan email that I will read. Okay, I know he's taking approach to, with what he's doing at the moment to sell his, his courses. But that's this, this whole idea that you plant a little seed in, in somebody's head that when you're not, and that's when we say, I know, you know, when Jay Bear talks about content that's so good that, that, that people uh, want to pay for it, it's this whole, this whole other idea of if you were not there, would people miss you? I, lo- I love that. I, and I, I love your point in terms of carving time into people's schedule. And it's, it's an interesting way to look at it. I don't know if enough of us do. And you think about how much the world has changed. I mean, you know, I, I remember my parents had their routine, you know, yeah. in the morning they read the newspaper yeah. right? and then they went to work and then they came home and they watched television. Right. And, you know, you look at, you know, I look at my kids who it's very hard to create a routine with them because there's so much variety, so much choice, so many different screens that they can turn to. The question is, how do we replicate that dedication that we've seen for so long and in, in you know past times? And I'm I'm wondering I'm wondering if you've got any keys to that that you can give to people. Like, yeah. what have you done to try and think about? A, the format of content you're creating, what's the setting people should be in, how do you get them at the right time, how do you deliver it around that time, and everything wrapped around that. And I I wonder if all of us should think like that. Yeah, because we do, I mean, let me ask you guys a question. For instance, I mean, mean, this comes, you have to be pretty disciplined. I mean, how do you make, how do you make time for this? I mean, you know, you're both busy boys. Do you have it in your schedule every week to say, right, this is the time we do our podcast. This is content pros time. How do you, you know, how, how have you, how does it work for you guys? It's actually dependent on the guests. We, we have our, our producer schedule time and we make time in our schedule for it. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's tricky though. I mean, you know, we were chatting about this earlier before we, we started to record and, you know, for me, yeah, it's, it's hard. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, running a company or helping to run a company here at Uberflip. And it's, it's absolutely hard to make time for this. But on the flip side of it, I feel that these conversations that I get to have with guests on content pros actually will help shape. Sometimes they'll shape ideas I'll bring to our marketing team. Sometimes because we are content marketing software company, it shapes the things that we should prioritize based on where the trends are, what people are talking about. So 
you know, that's for me, obviously not everyone's recording a podcast, but I think all of us, as we consume content, we need to prioritize that as part of our learning, as part of our ongoing professional development. And, you know, one of the words that you, you know, that I mentioned that's part of the definition of content marketing, if you ask at Content Marketing Institute, is the idea of relevance, right? I mean, all of us need to remain relevant by consuming content. Because this is, this is the interesting thing as well. You know, we talk about it because we're, we're enthused. And we, you know, as you, you know, the different people that you talk to every week just broadens your horizons on the show. And is this, you know, when you talk about your parents and, and a different generation, and we went to work, and then we went home, and then we relaxed, and then we went to work again. Whereas now, you know, behavior is around about the things that do inspire us and how we can build businesses, you know, that's the other side when we talk about content, content marketing. I get fed up with, you know, we have this altruistic approach to, that, you know, it's there to create a better place for all of us in a better world. At the end of the day, it's all about sales and it's all about marketing. It's just this thing that we immerse ourselves with in this world. You know, but I guess you guys are the same as well. As well. I mean, one of my, you know, this is all around us and we choose to select what is relevant to us and what we have some form of association and that's the thing that I want from my side, from my audience to take, is that they can associate and uh, with my belief system or what the company stands for and what I believe in. Because and, and, and that is what encourages an attachment, a personal attachment. For instance, I in the email that I sent I, last month, I invited people to tell me what they thought. I hadn't done it before. You know, at the end of an article, there's always three articles. At the top of the article, I will say, right, tell me what you think. Am I talking rubbish here or this particular topic here? Have you seen instances instances of this? By the way, let me, this is me. This is not, you're not going to get an automated message. This is me. And when I kind of gave it a bit more of an emotive approach to it by saying, just let me know, let's talk, let's take this, you know, onto an email, the response increased because I was kind of more upfront to people and saying, let's just keep this conversation, let's keep this conversation going. Are you, you know, are we all enthused about this? And that's how we build. And, you know, that is what helps us sell as well and build our customer base. Yeah, absolutely, Mark. The, the idea of adding that human element to to those conversations and actually yeah. reaching out to people is a is a great idea. And I just want to circle back to something that you guys were talking about for a second before Randy jumps in with some more questions. But when we talk about consuming content, one one of the things that that I think about is yes, we all spend so much time. We all spend so much time kind of in the marketing world and paying attention to the things that happen in our space, in our industry, almost in our bubble. And what is so important for content creators is actually to immerse yourself in other kinds of storytelling, other kinds of podcasts about different things. You know, you you mentioned how much we're watching Netflix and and those sort of documentary things. And it's really important to pay attention to the way other people in other industries and in, you know, narrative storytelling just works because it, it's a great influence on creating better content. That's a really good point because that's how we get better at what we do, becoming not better, well-rounded individuals, 
the same from this side. You know, you know how marketing is today is not necessarily just uh, immersing ourselves in, in in what's been coming out in the past few years, but is now looking at this whole areas of things. Now I'm seeing that my books, things that I'm reading, is now looking at human behaviour and all these different areas that just help shape our own perspective of the world. Rather than thinking it has to be more lists and how tos and uh, and predictions for the coming year. Well, this is this is some great advice. I, I think you know. Hopefully, don't a, a takeaway. Don't ask me predictions for twenty seventeen. I hope that's not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I think you know maybe maybe if we can challenge our our content pros uh, listeners here. I mean, you know, I think that the challenge to take away here is to challenge yourself in engaging in some sort of disruptive. Uh, you know, learning or engagement face to face. You know, we won't have time to go into it, but I know one of the things Mark does is is he pulls people together for like lunch meetings to discuss yeah. ideas. So you know, being disruptive is is a great exercise to to thinking outside the box. Um, so in in the name of entertainment, which has obviously been a, a word we've talked a lot about today, I, I, we always try and keep it fresh at the end, get to know you a bit. Lately, we've been doing some lightning round questions. So I'm going to shoot with a whole bunch of these. We're looking for quick one or two word answers, just so people get to know a little bit more about, about Mark Masters. So we'll start off nice and easy. Tell us your favorite football team. And I know your definition of football is not the same as Jeff and my definition of football. It's in, but oh, how long have we got? My favorite football team is, right, let's, this word soccer, AFC Bournemouth, who play in the Premier League uh, in the UK. In, in, and in, to you, gentlemen, that is the, the top league in the UK. Yeah. I'm well enough well talking about it. We, we, were, we got some learning to do. We're minutes out of business a few years ago. Anyhow, carry on. All right. All right. So, so now we're going to bring in more contextual. Who's, who's a UK-based marketer who you admire, you listen to? We've talked a lot about you know, getting others' thoughts. Who's, who's someone you tune into on a regular basis? Right. I'm going to be biased, but I'm going to say Ian Rhodes, who I do the podcast with. So you can find him at, at iRhodes and also, but also somebody I have, I have huge respect for, um, for what they are doing at a company called Valuable Content is um, a lady called Sonia Jefferson and Sharon Tanton based in Bristol. And they wrote the book Valuable Content Marketing. There okay, you go. Cool. Look at that. I'm sharing the love. There you go. All right. We're going to bring it back home, though, for Jeff and I. So, uh, you know, there are no borders anymore, as we said. Uh, so who's one of your favorite North American marketers to tune into? Okay, right. I consider as my little guru of stuff that I listen to uh, every week is, apart from the content pros, is Mitch Joel's Six Pixels of Separation. How he's done that, oh, year after year after year. I take my hat off to the man. Mitch, Mitch is awesome. He's he's a he's a Canadian guy. So I, I'm very glad I went North American as opposed to just American there. Um, I did well, didn't I? All right, I got I got three more for you. So the the next one we talked a lot about singing. What is the song you're most likely to sing in the shower? Ah, you're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you, Jeff and Randy. Fantastic. All right. And and we learned about you that, that you've watched Making a Murder. What are you currently watching on Netflix? Oh, these are good. What's the music one? The 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 I am watching oh, I know I should say Stranger Things, but I'm not. It is 
the ah, oh, it's all about hip hop in the seventies. Oh, I've done rubbish. Oh, I don't even know this one yet. Well, that that was a rubbish answer from me then. All right, we'll put it into the notes if we get it. On the, on the... <laughs> Jess, Jess, our producer has just told us it's called the Get Down. The Get Down. There you go. Uh, and then the last one, and and you cannot answer. It depends because that's the easy lead in here. But we talked about entertaining content. What do you think is the most entertaining format of content right now? Audio audio because you can hear you can listen to those smiles you can listen to that engagement and when it does it when it is right that's how you make sweet sweet music my friends fantastic that was a that was a great wrap on a on a great uh, episode here on content pros i want to thank mark masters for joining us uh, on behalf of jeff cohen at oracle marketing cloud i'm randy frisch at uberflip if you've enjoyed this podcast we've got a lot of other great podcasts for you through the convince and convert family uh, you can check out ours at contentprospodcast.com if you're enjoying mark you can check out his podcast it's got a home at marketinghomebrew.com. Um, I don't I don't know if you can buy beer there too, but uh, but I'm sure if you contact Mark, he'll make some recommendations. Uh, thanks so much, and uh, Mark, thanks for taking the time today. Thank you for having me, Jeff and Randy. Thanks for tuning in to Content Pros. Please leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app. Go to contentprospodcast.com for a complete show archive and greatest hits. Content Pros is sponsored by Clear Voice Content Marketing Software, Convince and Convert, Oracle Marketing Cloud, and by Uberflip, and is produced by Convince and Convert Media. Find more great shows like Content Pros at marketingpodcast.com the first search engine for marketing podcasts. Podcast imaging by...